0: Every man, woman, and child in the world has a spine. It makes no difference whether he or she is black or white, red or yellow, whether they live in the mountain or in the valley, on land or water, at the North Pole or equator, rich or poor, it is equally applied. Every spine has a subluxation. Each subluxation is producing dis-ease in one or more places. Potentially, then, every subluxation needs adjustment, needs chiropractic. Therefore, the world needs just what you and I have. Potentially, every sick person is demanding chiropractic, calling for it, needing it, crying out for it, actually shouting for it, but doesn't know it. Why isn't he or she getting it? Because he doesn't know that it's chiropractic he needs. We haven't told him, we haven't sold him chiropractic. The world, the sick world has sold itself to us, but we haven't sold ourselves to them. Printers ink must be used to introduce ourselves to him. We have the best little mousetrap in the world, but we are living in our wilderness. Bless you. If we catch more diseases and kill them quicker than any other mousetrap ever made, but he doesn't know where we live, what have we out there <coughs> what have we out there, nor does he know that it's just what he has been searching for. We must introduce our mousetrap and its owner to the fellow out in the cities and the countries beyond our woods. The more ink, the quicker he is told. The larger the space used, the more people we will reach. Printer's Ink tells him, sells him, sells us. How large is the PSC, which is a, that was the Palmer School of Carrier going to be? Let us see. So long as every person in the world has a subluxation and it produces dis-ease, and it can be proven and printed that adjustment gets him well, then every person in the world is going to demand chiropractic so long as there exists one person with a subluxation and he remains sick. The people will demand adjustments in ratio as they know what it is and what it does. Printers Inc. sells them, get the facts. Now B.J. Palmer was writing this in the uh, book up from, the below, up from below the bottom in the 1940s, right? So the only thing that was available to him was printer's ink, right? There was no TV, radio was just sort of a, a, a small uh, thing. So, so this is, you have to extrapolate, right? You have to extrapolate. So instead of printer's ink, what are we using now? This, right? We're using cell phones and iPads and tablets and those kind of things. That's what he's talking about, right? So if you extrapolate what he was talking about back in the 1940s and 50s with Printers, ink, fast-forward today, and now it's going to be your cell phones, right? This is where... Where are your patients? They are here, right? This is where they are. This is where they are. This is where they're hanging out. This is where they're doing all their stuff. This is what they're looking for. And I want to talk to you about some things because like, this is a little thing because you don't think of it and a lot of people, a lot of you like, don't utilize Facebook very well. You really should start practicing now the use of your Facebook as a business tool instead of what you're eating for dinner and what friends you're hanging out with and what bar you're at. Right? Start using the phone as a business tool. Right? So every day when you post, post something about chiropractic or about health, and don't just repost some meme that has, because that's ridiculous, right? Nobody cares about seeing some, you know, this this lovely person, you know, getting adjusted and then someone like put the sun around them. Okay, that's very cute, but it's not gonna be something that people are gonna make any sort of decisions on, right? Post them something personal. So if you have a great patient in your clinical practice, post about that great patient, get permission, and say, hey, can I do this? And post, this is the kind of stuff the chiropractic sees right? Or if you're working for you were in someone a doctor's office and you see some fa- fantastic miracle, that's the stuff you post as long as you have permission, right? Get permission and then post. People need to hear what we do. They need to hear it from every angle. Wouldn't it be great if all of you the 80 or 100 of you in this classroom. Every time you post it, you post something about chiropractic and educated people, so that when people are going through their Facebook thing, they see chiropractic, chiropractic, chiropractic. Right now, they're seeing what's for dinner, where you're at, you know, who you're with, and nobody cares. But if you, if everything starts to be chiropractic, 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 don't you think that'll make a difference? It's a little thing that makes a big difference, right? It's a little thing that makes a big difference, and this will make a huge difference in your practices later, right? It's a huge difference. When I first started in practice in the 1980s, there was no internet. That didn't even exist, right? That was a military thing. There was no internet. It came on back in the 90s. I was one of the first adopters of the internet. My website has been around since 1997, right? So that's when I first started. So I was an early adopter, and that's why I love my website. I love being on Facebook. I love Twitter. I love Instagram. We use all those things very, very well because they are little things that make the big difference. Right? And I want to talk about some other little things that make the big difference. <clears throat> it's, kind of, it's a tangent to this, but it's the same thing. Other little things that make the big difference is what you think about the environment that you are around right? This has been getting me so angry lately. You know, sometimes I walk around this campus or I walk around Atlanta and there's trash all over the place. That really makes me angry. And if you watch me, (coughs) you will notice that if I see trash on the floor, I will bend down and pick it up, even if I didn't put it there. Especially, well, I never put it there, but I don't care I didn't put it there. I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to throw it out. Every day when I come to my office, there's always cigarette butts on the ground, and there's always some, we have Moxie Burger right next to my office, so there's always containers from Moxie Burger that people think it's okay to leave on the ground. And every morning I come to my office, I pick it up. And if I don't pick it up, and there's 30 or 40 other businesses, if I don't pick up, who does? No one. Not a single person. So every morning I come to the office, and I pick up the cigarette butts, and I pick up the moxie burger cups and I pick up the tissues and I pick up the receipts from here and there and everywhere and then sometimes my own little kids in my office will leave stickers on the ground so I'll pick up the stickers or those kind of or lollipop uh, you know, pop, uh, sticks, I'll pick those things up too. But, every, but every, I take responsibility for my area so and I'll clean stuff up not just in front of my office but in front of everybody's area. And I do this every single day and nobody's told me thank you and nobody's told me anything but I feel better when I do it because I'm taking personal responsibility for my environment. I'm asking you to do the same. Don't throw trash out your window. It gets me so mad. Do you know how much money must be spent in this country to, for people to, to, as they're driving and they finish a soda to throw it out the window? Why can't they take that home? Right? Why do they flick a cigarette butt out the window as if it's nothing? Right? That gets me so mad. Take it home. Right? You go, to a, you, you go to a restaurant, right? And you eat a really great meal. And then they, they give you, a, a, you get a toothpick at the end you know, to clean your teeth. And you, I see toothpicks in the toothpick wrappers on the floor. Why? Stick it in your pocket. It doesn't take up a lot of room. <laughs> right? I don't get this. I just, I, I just don't understand. We have the most gorgeous country. Like, I've traveled around the world. Our country is gorgeous. We're at the Grand Canyon, and I'm watching people sip their salt and go, I'm like, you got to be kidding. This is like God's monument, and you're throwing crap around it? (laughs) So I'm going after people, throwing trash out when I see people. I'm like, this is unbelievable. We have to take, and you know, why is that, right? You know what that is? That's low self-esteem. You throw trash out the window, you flick a cigarette out the window, that's low self-esteem. That's lack of confidence. You don't care about you, so I don't care about anything else. I'll just throw it out the window right? I'm suggesting that, you, that little things, you know, make a big difference. I'm suggesting things like, like turning lights off, right? Turning lights off. If you're in your house, right? Or even in your, you're at a hotel or something, and, or you're in a classroom and everybody's out of the classroom, turn the lights off. And you say, well, why should I benefit Life University if I turn the lights off, right? Who cares, right? It's not about that. It's not about that, it's about conservation, right? So should we be paying electrical lights, right? Where do you think this is coming from, right? This is coming from some generator somewhere that is making, you know, that's generating energy from oil that we had to buy from somewhere, right? And why should we give them any more money, right? So it's about conservation. So in your own house, or if you're in some you're in a hotel or you're in a place where you can help conserve why not conserve right why not because that little bit of difference it may not make a difference to you directly right but it will make a difference to other people and maybe that difference will come around to you and that's how i think right so when i'm cleaning up my my area in, around my building you know and we have a bunch of other businesses that are do not take responsibility like i do i don't care that i'm giving them benefit because i'm giving me benefit right? And that's what's most important in my opinion, is I, wanna, I'm, my, I want my patients, when they're walking into, the, into my office, they see no trash. That means a lot to me, right? That means a lot to me, and I want, it to, I want you guys to think about this. <clears throat> and the last thing, this is something your mom and dad probably always used to say to you, which I think is so true. Always leave something better than when you found it. Always leave something better than when you found it, right? So if you guys live in an apartment, Right, and when you graduate, don't leave it trashed. Don't leave it trashed, right? So you're about to move out. Could you vacuum the place and wipe the counters down and everything? Because you know what happens. I have like friends of mine uh, and patients who like apartment owners, and they say 99% of the time, how does the person leave that apartment? Way worse than they found it. Sometimes totally trashed. And this is from people like you, right? We're not just talking the average person. We're talking because you guys to me are like way above average, right? We're talking the average uh, uh, people and the way above average. They leave places much worse than they found it. Why? Why? Clean up after yourselves, right? Clean up around the environment and clean up after the people who who can't think of cleaning up after themselves, right? We need to go past these things because these little things make a big difference. Imagine if all of us, right, and not just you in this group, but all people, Did not throw trash out the window, and did not flick their cigarette butts, and did not throw the toothpick, uh, you know, toothpicks on the floor, and turned off the lights. And wherever they went, they left it better than they found it, right? So you have a little picnic out where my wife and I go to Soap Creek all the time. We're always walking over there and stuff. I love uh, that we have a national forest right over here. It's so cool. So every time I'm there, I'm watching people, and a, a dog will do their business there and they'll pick it up and put it into a bag and go like this with the bag. And I'm like, now that, I'm sorry, I ain't picking up, right, sorry, mm-hmm. certain things I don't pick up, I got limits to what I'm picking up, like mm-hmm. diapers and poop bags, I ain't picking up. <laughs> right, But, I, but I, I just sit there, I'm like, why? What, what, what would give you the thought process to say, it's okay to take some kind of trash and just go, and I don't understand, you always want to, Have the whatever you are be better than when you found it. So if I want to walk through Soap Creek, wouldn't you want it pristine? That gorgeous is a gorgeous national monument right there on the water and gorgeous trees and, and you know the government's there taking care of it and cutting down paths and making sure everything's safe for you guys. Why wouldn't you want to honor that by taking care of it too, right? So I really want you to think about that. I want you to think about the little things that make the big difference. And so, wherever you are, even if you're in clinic, right, and you walk into the room and the room's got, you know, the headrest paper it looks all dirty, could you change it before the patient gets in there, please? Right? Do you know how gross that looks to a patient who walks in and goes, ooh, like, even if, if you change it in front of them, I'm telling you, change it before, right? So, when patients come to my office, they never have to think about it. They just lie face down because that face paper is always changed before. That's the rule that myself and my associate doctors and my interns understand. You do not wait until someone comes there. You change it before, right? We, I walk around the office every single day and I'm constantly picking up stuff that kids will drop things and whatever and constantly vacuuming. And they say, God, like you're so fastidious about this. No, I, it's not that I want perfection. I just want something to look really good because here's my thought, that patient walks in and he's like, oh, if he keeps his place looking like this, right, well, how does, what does he do with his patients? Right? So I really want you to think about that. Right? Think about your space, wherever your spa- and your space travels with you. you know? It's not just in one spot. Your space is this traveling space. And when you walk around, look and see it. If there's trash, pick it up. Right? Take care of these little things. Right? Take care of these little things. Just like, like don't waste your time on Facebook with just posting junk. Get post, and it won't take that much longer to post something chiropractic than it would posting some picture that you took of whatever food you're eating, right? But something that's going to make a difference, right? I always think about will something I do now pay it forward later, right? What is the difference in what I'm going to do right now and how will that pay it forward? And that's what BJ Palmer was talking about here. He says the people will demand the adjustments ratio as they know what it is, right? They don't know they don't know make them know right cuz people are on facebook all day long now the more chiropractic stuff we can get on facebook the more they might know right who's responsible for that you guys cuz you guys are the facebook generation not me right this is foreign to me like i have to make myself do things right you guys this is like second nature to you right so make that difference you know get that get our message out there